0: Welcome to Stiefel's Sightlines Podcast, focusing each week on a topic or two important to investors. Well, greetings and welcome to the Sightlines Podcast. This is Michael O'Keefe, Stiefel's Chief Investment Officer. In this episode, I want to get into a recent event, basically the downgrade of U.S. debt. There's a, a company called Fitch Ratings. It's one of the three U.S.-based credit agencies that rates the bonds of companies, of corporations and governments. And essentially, Fitch decided uh, to bring down the its rating of the US government debt from AAA to AA+. Now, that's still a, a, a good credit rating, AA+, but you know, it's known that the U.S. government is supposed to be the best quality uh, rating out there. And by the way, this is only the second time that this has happened, I think. It was a little over 10 years ago that the Standard & Poor's also took the debt down from AAA to AA+. So let's dig into, um, number one, what happened first uh, in terms of what Fitch has been looking at. I'm going to quote their um, their uh, report in term, or the, at least their announcement in terms of uh, what they did. And it says, quote, the downgrade, the, I'm sorry, let's start over. Quote, the rating downgrade of the United States reflects the expected fiscal deterioration over the next three years, a high and growing general government debt burden, and the erosion of governance relative to AA and AAA rated peers over the last two decades that has manifested in repeated debt limit standoffs and last minute resolutions, end quote. So the bottom line is they're worried about the fiscal discipline of the U.S. government. And in fact, some of our practices really have been eroding. Um, So number one, the the budget deficit. So think of it as spending more than we take in. That's basically averaged over 8% of GDP over the last five years, and that's well above historic levels. Another metric uh, is that the federal debt hit 100% of GDP in 2020, and that's the highest level since the Great Depression. And then Fitch also estimates uh, that the interest to revenue ratio is increasing. Uh, they, they're saying, oh, it's gonna reach 10% by 2025. I've actually seen reports that it could be higher than that sooner. Um, but think of it as the, the median for AA and AAA issuers are 2.8% and 1% for that ratio. Uh, respectively, and so uh, our uh, cost of interest is basically quite elevated, and so those are the kind of factors that uh, are influencing uh, Fitch's work. They're also uh, mindful of uh, the politi- the political environment, which is, of course, very polarized. That complicates the idea of getting things done. So, of course, there there are the the debt uh, ceiling standoffs. I'll get to that in a second. Um, but you know, essentially. Uh, overall, and kind of maybe to say it a little more simply, there are two things that ultimately help with this situation. One is increasing revenues, which of course is typically done through higher taxes. And the second is reducing spending. Both of those things in different ways are politically unpalatable and so there's sort of a you know polarized environment the parties can't come together and figure that out um and in fact when we look at that debt ceiling it it was formed in 1917 and over 90 times congress has acted to raise the debt ceiling um but what's happened especially recently is almost what we might call a debt ceiling standoff so they start threatening one another as they're trying to negotiate a deal um so think 2021 2023 um, and and essentially within that um, sort of political discourse is increasingly the threat of default. Hey, if you don't come to our terms, we're gonna we're not gonna pass a, a debt ceiling increase, and that means we're gonna default on the debt, et cetera, et cetera. And so, you know, the bottom line is that's all, all uh, very uh, serious in terms of what's going on. Now, let's look to the implications of this. Now, in the short term. So as soon as this uh, news was made available, basically we saw a jump in market volatility. Stock market volatility as measured by the VIX jumped 30% in the wake of this news. Now bond market volatility, which relates to interest rate volatility uh, and is measured by what's called the move index, that also jumped, but not as much, uh, basically up 4%. And and finally, the 10-year treasury yield did rise almost a quarter of a percent so 22 basis points uh, in the couple of days that following the downgrade, but it's since has since come back down a little bit. So uh, over the near term, think of it as uh, worries and volatility that relate to worries. Uh, over the medium term, I think the view is, hey, if, if we don't get our house in order, what that means is we're gonna end up having to pay higher interest on our debt. And that translates in the market environment to higher interest rates. And honestly, especially as it relates to uh, longer term maturities, what's called the yield curve, further out on the curve, we expect rates to go even higher. And that will create, a, a, in sort of the way that people talk about it, a steeper yield curve. And um, and so that obviously is important. Number one, it, it increases our debt cost. Number two, that those rates serve as a foundation for other things. That, that where other things are priced against it. So things like uh, credit cards or mortgages or, or basic uh, corporate loans, that kind of thing. So it's sort of like system-wide the, the cost of debt would be going up. Now, uh, we have a view that ultimately the, uh, uh, the government leaders will start to um, focus on this issue in the medium term And that they'll be motivated to do that for for a couple of reasons. One is sort of demands uh, from U.S. debt holders. And again, these are people that buy the debt or entities that buy the debt. And um, they're either going to want to get paid more or see things strengthen from a a fiscal perspective. But then I think probably more importantly will be to the degree we see voters better understand what's happening um, take a view that, you know, almost like regardless of what side of the aisle you're on, uh, that we, we see the benefits of greater fiscal discipline and that becomes a little bit more palatable from a political perspective. And we think that that could well occur in the medium term. Uh, now, over the long term, if these issues aren't resolved, uh, we see a few things uh, as significant risks. Number one, the dollar could use, excuse me, could lose its reserve currency status. Number two, investors would then demand even higher rates to hold debt, and that that would increase market rates even more uh, and be m- more constraining, if you will, on the economy. and And then, of course, the, the that final concept of uh, hey, if things don't get cleaned up. Um, tightened up we may end up actually defaulting on the debt and that if that were to occur that would be a a significant move uh in terms of market rates and and what holders would expect so all to me all of this says that hey over the medium term uh we would expect uh, government officials to focus in and, and really try to uh Not so much fully solve the problem, but kind of move us in a a direction of getting stronger from a fiscal perspective and kind of taking time to chip away at it. So listen, uh, that's what we wanted to cover in this episode. Um, Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks. Thanks again for listening to Stiefel's Sightlines. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to automatically receive each week's podcast in your feed.